personal coach and trusted attorney, Andrew Lee, who will help you get started in building your real estate empire. Grow your self-confidence, find your grit, and get the skills needed to dominate the real estate world. This is Real Estate Investing with Andrew Lee. We are so excited to be continuing the conversation about restaurants pivoting based on coronavirus. As we were going over for the first segment, you know, you got to make that lemonade and no one makes lemonade better than a restaurant. You put a little vodka in the lemonade, Lauren, that's where it's <laughs> happening. I, I got to tell you, uh, we have such exciting guests that we have on today, but beyond ingenuitive. We have these people, these restaurateurs, Lauren, that are going to tell you how they're changing the industry. And they're saying to themselves, I'm not going to get knocked down. I'm getting back up. And the leader among them, beyond these people, we have the president and CEO of the New York State Restaurant Association on the line, Melissa Flyshoot. She's been the boss lady of this trade association, Lauren, that advocates, educates, and connects restaurateurs. They've been doing this well before coronavirus. This isn't a coronavirus response. 1935, this group's been around. And I got to tell you, they're, they're, they're out there. They're happening. And I, Melissa, thank you so much for being with us. I looked on the internet for guidance. I see California's got guidance, but New York State just says you're phase three of the reopening. And I can't find guidance. But you know who has guidance? You do. You guys have guidance on how a restaurant should reopen after coronavirus. Melissa, could you tell me a little about that? Sure. Well, thanks for having me on. And uh, yeah, we're excited to talk about this. And the Restaurant Association has done a couple of things to help restaurateurs start to think about what it means to reopen and how they can pivot their businesses and really bring bring them back. Um, so what we're talking about is we have national guidelines from the National Restaurant Association. Um, our New York State Restaurant Association is partnered with the National Restaurant Association. So they've given us a lot of good ideas to think about in terms of how to keep our, our guests safe, how to keep our employees safe, things that we should, um, you know, step up our game on sanitation and safety, things that we do every day, but we're going to double down and do extra better even under these circumstances. And, um, you know, we're also looking at things that we can do. So we have a New York restaurant promise, and we're going to make a commitment to our guests and to our staff that we're going to social distance and we're going to wear our uh, PPE and make sure that our guests and our employees feel safe coming back to our restaurant. So, Melissa, really I have a very excited. important I have a very important question though because I'm reading the guidance mm-hmm. and I'm reading about occupancy rules and I'm seeing online that there's these restaurants that have mannequins out and sometimes I feel like I need a good date at a restaurant. Are you allowed to date the mannequins at the restaurant? Like, what's going on? <laughs> like, I want to know. It's I feel like that could be a very very sexy date. Like, I go to and maybe maybe they could, I could have them talk and compliment me. How does that all work with these mannequins and space saving and occupancy? Like, we had a professor Embal Shakam on the line who studied coronavirus and she said there's going to be occupancy limitations as the world opens up tell me about the occupancy issues with restaurants we have seen occupancy limits in some of the other states that have already reopened their restaurants but what we're really pushing for in new york is let us figure out how social distancing works in our restaurants because we represent a really broad array of the hospitality industry from bars to catering halls to restaurants that are pizza places, diners, fine dining, and everything in between. 
So what we're saying is don't tell us that it's got to be 50% occupancy because what if our normal occupancy was 500? Do you want 250 people in that restaurant right I don't. Now? I don't. Definitely we- not. No, I'm not into that. <laughs> I have like OCD with things like crawling on me and I, I, I'm not into, I don't like 250 for getting coronavirus. Like imagine having to talk to 250 people, Lauren. Well, what are it's- creative ways that uh, restaurants are letting people in that they're not on top of each other? Yeah. How do we get in? I want to get in. So one of the things that we're talking about is outdoor dining. Let's expand our spaces. Let's think about this in a new way that we've never utilized before. Could we serve our guests on a patio that maybe we haven't utilized this before? Maybe we have a lawn. Maybe we're going to eat outside on the parking lot. Um, maybe there's going to be expanded sidewalk space or even um, rooftops. Whatever we can think of to utilize more outdoor space, we found that the guests feel more comfortable in that space and that'll give us an opportunity to make sure we're social distancing appropriately but are utilizing more space so maybe our guest count isn't impacted and and those numbers aren't kept so low. That's so smart. I want you to know, I don't know if you've read this, I think it was in the Newsday, Farmingdale is changing the rules for the roads and they're closing the roads, it says, so they're going to have outdoor spilling into the roads. I heard. Twice a week, is it? I, I think that you need this everywhere. They've done this in New York City for years and years and years for getting coronavirus. But what a great idea to close down a downtown. I think they do a live after five or something like that in Patchogue. Like this is, I love this. That, And I saw a thing online, Lauren, about how instead of having parking spaces, you could have more seating where the parking in front of the place. So I think this is great. But how are you going to control people? Like, how are you going to, like, I don't know if you have friends like me, but my friends just don't listen. They get a little drink, a little schnapps, and woo. And restaurants need to serve the alcohol to make their money. So So how are you going to get people to stay away from each other? That's what we want to know. Yeah, it's going to be important. It's a, it's a tough challenge. And of course, um, restaurants, you know, having those, those guests in their places are responsible for their, their actions. I think there's going to be a lot of um, concern on the part of the guests. I think the guests are going to be pretty vocal about making sure that everybody's abiding by social distancing. I've talked to restaurants that are actually going to have a dedicated staff person to make sure that guests are complying with all the rules. That's smart. And focusing on, you know, making sure that compliance is happening throughout the entire day at the restaurant. Um, It's a bit more challenging for us, but, you know, doing it the right way is going to be the most important thing so that everybody feels comfortable, not just the... uh, the guests who, you know, may be uh, forgetting now and then to put their, their face covering on or social distance appropriately, but the guests that are really, you know, fo- focusing on being strict about this, we need them to feel comfortable, too, so that they can come in and feel like they can have a good time safely. So the governor was saying that when in New York, when businesses reopen, that they're going to have to have written plans on how they're going to reopen. That was one of the rules they're coming out there. And I'm loving this idea of a dedicated staff person being in charge and being charged with us. Is there some sort of certificate or way that I could feel that this person is qualified to do this? Um, that's interesting. Everybody is going to have to put forward a plan. Um, and we've already shared with the state our uh, reopening guidelines from the National Restaurant Association, our restaurant promise, um, I'm on the advisory board for New York Forward, and uh, today we sent some additional ideas and guidelines that we're making for recommendations specifically on this outdoor spacing ideas um, and some special things for catering halls because they have some unique challenges, too, with their, their larger events. 
So um, it's all part of our plan to get out in front of this and to help the state write these guidelines so that we can be, you know, the ones help formulating the plan instead of having to react to it after the fact. I, I just love this. And I, the best part is, and I always tell people, I love negotiating with people while they're on there. And you just said that you're helping the governor make ideas. So I'm going to help with some ideas because it's all about me after all. And I like to go out and have a drink and I like to have some food. So what I want to know is, how, are we going to be able to expand this food and alcohol delivery beyond just during coronavirus into the future? Because they can then bring it outdoors to me. I want more more alcohol being delivered. How do we yeah, do that? My son has an ice cream truck he gets really excited about, but I know that I have friends that do want that tequila truck coming around every day. Are these any things that are <laughs> like I need that, that talking about? One shot, two shot, three we're shot, all quarantined, done. Yeah, really. tequila. Bring us the tequila. Can we talk to Cuomo about this? Absolutely. Um, so one of the things that we would love to see the state do is continue to allow alcohol to go. Um, we think that this is important. We think delivery and takeout, period, is going to be very important to the industry as we continue to move into the various phases and start to reopen. So we would like to see alcohol to go expanded. I shouldn't say expanded. I should say extended. Extended to a period, um, you know, when we're actually through all four phases and maybe even onto a phase five. Um, but to get those regulations that are currently in place to allow us to continue to provide that for to go and uh, carry out deliveries so that we can continue to offset the sales that are going to be limited from the restaurant side in-house for a while now. So if you're like me and you're listening to Melissa Flyshoot on the on the radio right now, the president and CEO of the New York State Restaurant Association, this group that's been around since 1935, advocating, educating, and connecting, she's on the cutting edge with Governor Cuomo to help reopen New York's restaurants. And you heard it here, people. You heard it here, people. Tequila at my doorstep. This is working for me. If it's working for you, what I want you to do, we all have to help the people that are needing us. There's something called the Restaurant Employees Relief Fund. And what I want you to do is I want you to go on to R-E-R-F dot U-S, R-E-R-F dot U-S, and make a donation because we need to support our restaurateurs, our, our people in in business, our people, our, our servers, our, our, our bartenders, we need to, the wait service, we need to support them all. And you need to go to RERF.us to help them out. Melissa's making great advocacy out there. And what I think is so important, and we referenced it, is if you're a restaurateur, what you want to do is you want to go on Google and you want to type in National Restaurant Association Reopening Guidance. And that's the guidance that Melissa and I were discussing a few minutes back about how restaurants should open post-corona. And we're so delighted to have the president and CEO of the New York State Restaurant Association on the line with us. And as you can see, they are at the forefront about making our economy reopen, making restaurants expand to outdoor spaces, helping us have guidance to continue, not to expand, but to continue the delivery and the alcohol privileges. If you support an organization like this and you're a restaurateur, you really should join. Melissa, thank you so much for being with us. It's been a pleasure. Thank you so much. Have you ever dreamed of owning a rental property, flipping a home, opening a successful business? This is Real Estate Investing with Andrew Lee.